Sacred Footsteps presents Khayal Diaries, a series of personal accounts, narratives, and critical reflections on topics like Islamic history, culture, and travel. Join us as we showcase a global community of contributors, writers, and artists. Divine Love and Sufi Poetry of Punjab by Abdullah Sattar The experience of wonder is a beautifully inexplicable phenomenon. Wonder arrests us in a way that no other emotion truly can. What is the secret behind the veil of wonder? Why do grown men and women, intellectually sound and emotionally grounded, seem to drown in this ecstasy? It is because wonder is something finite that ultimately points to the infinite. I grew up in Rawalpindi, Punjab, Pakistan. Punjab, literally five rivers, has been a cultivating ground of divine devotion for over a thousand years. Muslim Sufis have traversed the land and promulgated the message of divine oneness for centuries. In fact, some, like Ali al-Hajwari, are famously known for writing multiple treatises on the Sulf. The Sufis preached Ishq above all else as the summation of divine reality. Ishq is derived from the root word Asak, which means to cleave unto or cling to. It sheds light on the state of the Ashik, the one who is drowned in the sea of Ishq. The Sufis did just that. They clung onto the path of Allah and His Beloved, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Indeed, the patron saint of Kasur and the son of Punjab, Bullisha, is quoted to have said, Tariqat is my mother, Shariat is my foster mother. This is how I have known truth. It would be difficult to capture the full impact Sufi saints and poets have had on Punjab or the Indian subcontinent at large in such a short article as this. But to say that they fundamentally changed the spiritual landscape of Punjab would not be an overstatement. Sufi poets were able to bring the love of God and the Prophet to the hearts and homes of thousands of devotees. Punjab is an agrarian land with an oral culture of folklore. The Sufis were able to synthesize the deep philosophical messages of Islam with mystic poetry and present these concepts to the masses in a way that resonated with them. 
folklore and symbolism were key. Take for instance the ethereally poetic tales of Firanja or Soni Mahiwal. Exoterically, these fables were about temporal love between two lovers, Ishke Majazi. Esoterically, however, they spoke of deeper realities, divine love, Ishke Hakiki. Punjabi Sufi poetry often extolled the virtues of finding a guide a sheikh, to ensure that one does not drown in the currents of the dunya. The story of Soni Mahiwal is actually an allegorical account of the dangers of not finding a guide and clinging to the path. It goes like this. Soni and her beloved Mahiwal were separated physically with the river Chenab cutting through them and acting as a cruel barrier. Sony would use a clay pot, a gara, as a boat to cross the river and get to the other side. One day, certain acquaintances of Sony replaced her baked clay pot with an unbaked one, out of pure envy. She subsequently drowned and died in the deep currents of the Chenab. Her love forever etched on the vessels of Punjab's heart. The pot symbolizes the law, the path, and the sheikh, the conduit. One cannot expect to cross the river of deception with a weak conduit. Sony laments to the pot, How could you betray me like this? And the pot replies, Main gada, main khurjana, mainu hatna lami, padpalra pakke murshidda, jada tenu par langave. I am but a pot, unbaked and fragile. Do not dare to touch me. Grab a hold onto a true sheikh, one that shall help you cross. Many other Sufi shayukh of Punjab emphasized this point. Sultan Bahu, a Qadri Sufi saint from southern Punjab, is famously known to have penned the following lines. The guide planted the seed of God's love within me. He watered my veins with negation and affirmation. Blossoming the plant of his love, spread its fragrance through me. Long live my perfect guide, Bahu, who has planted this within me. Here, Sultan Bahu is referring to his sheikh and how he helped foster the love of Allah within Bahu. The negation and affirmation has to do with the shahada. There is no God, negation, but God. Affirmation. <laughs> Yeah, that's
Such were the ways of these mystic lovers, by which they spread the beauty of God's message. Sufi poetry also adapted to the dialectic diversity of Punjab. Sultan Bahu's poetry has Saraiki influences, a dialect of Punjabi spoken in South Punjab. Others, such as Mia Muhammad Baksh, were influenced by the Pahari slash Potohari dialect of Northern Punjab and Kashmir. The dialect diversified, yet the message remained the same. Ishq. Mia Muhammad Baksh penned a famous poem, Safar Maluk. The gripping beauty of this poem cannot be done justice in this short essay. However, I cannot help but quote Ik guna mere maape vekhan Demon des nikala Lakh guna mere Allah vekhe a single sin of mine do my parents witness, and they exile me from my land. A thousand sins does my Allah witness, the veiler of all sins. It is no wonder that to this day these four simple lines move the masses to tears. The power of the words in Punjabi does not have to do just with the content. The tonality, the words, the delivery, and the sentiment tug at the most rusty strings of the heart. Growing up in a Sufi household, I was no stranger to the world of poetic expressions of divine love. My maternal village in central Punjab is the resting place of my great-great-grandfather, who was a Sufi sheikh in pre-partition India. I always frequented the Sama sessions in my early years. Sama is derived from the word istema, which means to listen. In South Asia, it is usually accompanied with a group of devoted performers who sing devotional Sufi poetry, celebrating the love of Allah, His Messenger, وسلم, the Sahaba, and the Uliya. These invoked in me that deep spiritual longing that ishq, that wonder. I moved away from Pakistan to attend the university. I returned after four years for a quick visit. As expected, being back brought with it a kaleidoscope of emotions. However, what I truly craved and had craved during those four long years was that feeling of wonder. I wished once again to become that young child I once was, who had surrendered his mind, heart, and soul to divine love. And I found just a way to do this. Islamabad is a beautiful city, nestled right at the foothills of the magnificent Himalayas. It is a quiet town. 
it might be the last place one looks at for spiritual sustenance. Right at its outskirts, however, in a small town called Golara, there is a mosque. This mosque is adjacent to the shrine of Pir Meherli Shah. Meherli was a Sufi mystic from late 19th century India. He was a sheikh of the Chishti Tariqa, founded by Khwaja Moinuddin Chishti. Pir Meherli Shah was not only a Sufi mystic, he was also a great poet. In one of his ecstatic spiritual states, he penned the following ethereal couplet as an ode to the Prophet Muhammad Why is the yearning for the beloved especially strong today? Why is my heart sadder today than ever before? Why does longing penetrate every tissue of mine and why are the eyes shedding tears like the rains of monsoon? Subhanallah, ma ajmalaka, ma ahsanaka, ma akmalaka. Kithe mehrali, kithe teri sana, gustaka kiya, kithe jariya. Glory be to God, there is no one more beautiful than thee. No one more excellent than thee, no one more perfect. Who is the humble Mehrali to chant thy praises? How impudent his eyes are to aspire to the heights of thy love. During a humid day, I paid a visit to the mosque in Golara. After reciting Fatiha for the soul of Pir Mehrali Shah, I sat in the courtyard of the shrine, the warm marble beneath me and a cool breeze brushing through my hair. I saw kids playing, elders praying, and most, if not all, people captured in the state of wonder. Not at an equal level, mind you, but wonder nonetheless. A short while later, it was time for the Maghrib Salah. As I assumed my position as part of the congregation, and as soon as the Imam had started the prayer, something beautifully bizarre happened. It started raining, pouring. By the time the Salah had concluded, every worshipper was drenched. No one complained. After the prayer, as we got up and went for cover, I heard a Punjabi voice from the crowd. This is a blessing too. Moved by the experience, I left the shrine behind me to return home. With salawat on my lips, I prayed for the soul of Pir Meher Ali Shah and all the awliya of Allah, those who spread the message of divine love in the Punjab and beyond, those who spread wonder. May God have mercy on them all. This episode was written and narrated by Abdullah Sattar, produced by Zahra Chowdhury, with additional support from Yasmin Ahmed. The music for this episode was provided by Chaudhry Asanu Leverage and the Folk Music YouTube channel. All of the links to the music in this episode can be found on circuitfitsteps.org. If you would like to submit a written piece to Khayal Diaries, 
Email us at submissions at sacredfitsteps.org. We're everywhere on social media as Sacred Footsteps and on Twitter as S Footsteps. <laughs>